Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 129th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today, we get Ace-King in the small blind. That's pretty good. This hand is from a 2,000 euro six-handed event, so you can always count on a lot of the aggressive European players to come ready to fight, but I like to fight too, so we'll be okay. Um, So, the player under the gun, a tight aggressive guy, raises to 900 at 200-400. And it folds around to me in the small blind. And I'm probably going to be re-raising this hand. This is a very strong hand that I think re-raising is perfectly fine with. I think calling is also acceptable. Mainly because, if you think about it, you really don't want to be re-raising very often at all from the small blind. So if I am re-raising in this spot with the ace-king, I probably want to be doing it with some number of bluffs as well. So um, just keep that in mind. He makes a 900. I would prefer to see a somewhat large raise to something like 3,400, 3,500. I do make it 3,300, which is perfectly fine. You really don't want to be making it small from out of position. When he makes it 900, you'll see a lot of players make it 2,200 or something like that from the small blind. And what's going to happen then is the tight aggressive initial raiser is going to call pretty much every time. And he's not making much of an error because he has to put in very few chips and he's in position. So... For that reason, you very often do want to be re-raising larger, especially from out of position with very deep stacks and just in general from out of position. He still calls a 3,300. Flop comes queen, jack, three. I have ace, king. And I decide to bet 3,000 into the 7,000 pot my opponent calls. On this flop, I think checking is acceptable. You want to make sure, though, that if you are checking, it's not purely to check fold which is what a lot of people do. So this may be a spot where I just want to bet somewhat small with my whole range and not worry about it. But at the same time, I do want to have some sort of a checking range. If I had a hand like Jack-10, I would really like to check. If I had a hand like Ace-Jack, I think I'd like to check, or King-Jack, I'd like to check. So maybe I also need to be checking with hands like 10s and 9s if I do like to 3-bet those with the intention of calling once and then folding if he continues betting. Maybe that means I should also be checking hands like ace-king and ace-ten, looking to check call and then fold to a turn bet. So I don't really know. This is a spot where maybe I'm just best to bet everything. I don't know. It's an interesting scenario. It's hard to check in the spot and check call relatively confidently. Turn is a another jack. So queen-jack three, I have ace-king. And I decide to bet again. And this is a spot where I think I'm probably getting a little bit out of line. Notice I am betting only 4,000 into this 13,000 pot. I think this is probably just not a good bet, looking back at this. Because if I bet and get called, I'm pretty much always behind. And obviously now a queen or a jack is never going to fold on the turn, and those hands were the most likely hands he was going to have going to the turn when he calls on the flop. So I don't like this hand. So... Two hands in a row this weekend, last week, where I don't really love my play, and uh, maybe we're getting after a little bit too much. Maybe we're being just a little bit too aggressive. That being said, being aggressive is never horrible. I would much rather see people mess up, or my students mess up, erring on the side of aggression as opposed to the side of just being weak and passive and folding too much. So I I don't think this bet can ever be that bad, just because, notice, we are betting somewhat small, right? It's almost as if we are checking, except for we get to see the river way more often when we do bet. So, like, if I was to check in my opponent bet 4,000, I would just have to call because I'm effectively priced in. So I I don't think this bet is atrocious or anything like that. I think a larger bet with the intention of giving up on the river would probably be the worst play. 
Like in this spot, if I was to bet 9,000 on the river, I'm sorry, 9,000 on the turn my opponent calls, if I plan to check fold every time I missed on the river, I think that would be a particularly bad play because our opponent's going to call the turn a lot and then um, you know, we're, we may be able to make them fold on the river, but we almost never have the best hand. Here when I bet 4,000 on the turn, I can check the river and probably check fold, but that's a spot where my opponent may have sporadic ace-10s, king-10s, 10-9s, stuff like that. So we could very easily get called by some worse hands here. And even if he does have a hand like pocket 7s and decides to look us up, we have some amount of equity going to the river. So I'm okay with this. I don't love it, but I'm okay with this. We get there on the river. That's good. 10 comes. So it's now queen, jack, 10. I'm sorry, queen, jack, 3, jack, 10. So we have a straight. No flushes are available. And now we need to make a bet size that will get us paid. So how much will he call with a queen in the spot? Well, first off, how much will he call with the jack? He'll call any amount with the jack. So perhaps going all in is best versus that sizing, or versus that type of hand because my opponent has about a pot size bet left. What about if he has a queen? Well, he'll probably call a small to medium size bet because notice that... I should have a lot of aces, kings, queens, jacks, ace-king, ace-queen, and ace-jack, and king-jack in this spot to be firing out this bet again. So if that's my value range, and I probably would play all of those hands in this way, or similarly enough, my opponent can't really call too often with a queen. So a queen is pretty much near the bottom of my opponent's calling range. So whenever that's the case, often you do want to be betting on the smaller side because you are trying to get called by a somewhat loose range. How much will he call the hand like pocket nines? Probably nothing. <laughs> How much will he call the hand like king 10? Maybe this, maybe this small bet. Same thing with 10-9. So given I think my opponent has way more queens at this point than he does jacks, I think it makes sense to go ahead and make the small bet. If I thought he had a lot of jacks in his range, then I would definitely go all in. But given our opponent did not raise the turn with the three of a kind, I don't necessarily think our opponent would raise the turn with, a three, of, with three of a kind, but... Um, some people will, right? So I don't think his turn call necessarily cuts out the jacks out of his range, but it does some portion of the time, and we can't really know that. So anyway, I do go for a small bet. I think this is fine on the river. And our opponent folds. So this hand worked out about as poorly as possible, given we want it. <laughs> we re-raised out of position and got called, which was fine. We bet this flop got called. We were probably behind. We bet the turn and got called. We were probably behind. And then we got there on the river. We made a small bet and our opponent didn't even pay us. And there are going to be times where you play a hand, even looking back, thinking you played it perfectly fine, where this happens over and over and over. And you think, wow, I just cannot win. And you have to just remain positive and keep playing your best. But in this hand, I think I did get a little bit too aggressive with the, maybe perhaps even the flop bet. Maybe the flop's just a check call. So if you do check the flop with ace-king, you should probably be check-calling it, but you could also be checking with a queen and a jack. So maybe I'm just supposed to be checking the flop with this on these type of boards in this scenario. But at the same time, I should have aces, kings, queens, jacks, ace-queen, and I do want to be betting all of those. So I don't know. This is an interesting scenario where it's kind of difficult to develop a balanced range because if I am checking the flop, it needs to be with some queens, but really what queens am I three-betting from the small blind? Like queen, ace-queen and king-queen, that's about it. And those hands are probably good enough to go for value. So I'm having a hard time figuring out, like, I just think my range should be generally strong here. So I guess betting is just fine. Same thing on the turn. I suppose I could check fold the ace-king on this jack turn if my opponent bets big. But 
I, you know what? I guess checking the turn is probably where I, I went wrong in the spot. I think the flop bet's probably fine. But then the turn, I think I need to be checking a lot on the turn. Notice I would want to be checking aces, kings, a queen. So I'm really only wanting to bet with a jack on the turn. So maybe I can bet the turn with a jack or random king 10 offsuits or 10-9 suited as I decide to three bet. That sounds pretty nice to me. So looking back, that's what I should have done. I probably should have just checked this ace king with the intention of folding. Oh, that's a lot for a hand that probably seems pretty simple. <laughs> um, that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review for it wherever you are watching it or listening to it. If you're watching it on jonathanlowpoker.com, let me know you're watching it there so that I can see that people are actually paying attention to this. And share it with your friends. That is by far the most beneficial thing you can do for me. If you enjoy all of the training content I produce, please share it and you know help someone else become a better poker player. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks again. I'll be back next week.